Welcome aboard, Captain. Welcome back to the Star Trek Minute, the semi-daily podcast where we talk about and celebrate Star Trek III, The Search for Spock, one minute at a time. I'm one of your co-hosts, David Stoker. And I'm your other co-host, Chris LaSalle. Why, Chris? Why? Oh my god. That's your theme for the week, isn't it? <laughs> it is. And you, I, but, but I feel like you're getting more and more angry every time you say it. <laughs> maybe. Maybe by minute 27 I'll be even angrier. You'll be screaming at me. <laughs> I'm so sorry. So we've, uh, <laughs> we've moved on to minute 26. Um, and this is uh, this minute starts with Sarek finishing his thought from last minute and saying openly. Mm-hmm. And ends with Kirk saying the needs of the few. Oh, that so this sounds is, familiar. Yeah, this is a very um, uh, short minute in terms of dialogue. Not much dialogue going on between the two of them. It's more of uh, mystical music and fire crackling. That is hilarious that you said that, because <laughs> I think you have almost the same exact notes as I do. <laughs> but we'll get, let's get, we'll get there. All uh, right. So Sarek finishes his thought. He, um, you know, Kirk had last minute had said, uh, you know, I would have given my life for him. He made no request, and Sarek, you know, he would not have spoken of it openly. And you know, Kirk, completely confused, is you know, then how was. And Sarek's finally had enough of this and is like, Kirk, I must have your thoughts. May I join your mind? You know, he just wants to get to the end of this. He's like, I'm sick of talking to you. Just open your mind to me. Let, let me just read your thoughts and I get, we'll, we'll move on. I get nervous uh, when he when he, when he he drops that line. He's like, yeah. I, I must have your thoughts. Like, for the, uh, a moment or a heartbeat, I'm like, oh, my God, is he going to, like, like force himself on Kirk? <laughs> <laughs> I will read your thoughts, but he does ask at least, you know, may, you know, may I join with your mind? Um, I like, I just ju- jumping back just a second. Um, you know, mm. Kirk's like, well, you know, then how was I supposed to, you know, if right. did not, how was I supposed to, again, uh, Kirk playing the audience surrogate in these minutes, uh, but <laughs> But William Shatner's acting of that moment, he's like, he looks like a little kid, doesn't he? <laughs> <laughs> he's like shrugging oh, his shoulders and he's like, none of it. But Sarek was having none of it. He's like, Kirk, <laughs> must have your thoughts. May I join your mind? <laughs> yes, he sounded that ominous. I do like how Kirk, you know, he's like, he he, he hesitates a little bit before, right? He's like, mm mm-hmm. Yeah, he slowly shakes his head, and he's like, mm, certainly. All right, I guess. Uh, this isn't going to be pleasant. Yeah. Mm, I remember all the times me and Spock did it before, and I never liked it. <laughs> I wonder, too, if there's that, you know, because you know, Kirk has, has gone through it before. He knows what a, a Vulcan mind meld is like. And, right. Uh, you know, is, he, is this moment, this pause he's having right now, is he more like, um, oh, jeez, is there anything in here that I don't want him to know about? <laughs> You know, like, I, I was just thinking a minute before, God, I hate Sarek. This guy's a jerk. Yeah. <laughs> you, know, you know, I don't know if you, I don't know if people can, how exposed you are. You know, you can't hide your, you can't hide your thoughts when you're being melded with, right? You can't, like, isn't that the whole gist of it, that if if you guys are connecting, I'm going to know everything you're thinking? 
Right, yeah, so definitely. You, so you can't suppress stuff like, don't think about, don't think about. So you, you, I think you said crackling fire? Yes, so there's, yes, there is a moment when they, so they uh, sort of sit down together and uh, all I can hear is the clock ticking and the, and the fire crackling, and we don't notice these things before when we're in the, you know, the, when they're in the room together, but now all of a sudden it's like, that's, and it's setting, you know, the proper mood for the suspenseful, you know, mind meld. Yeah, it, it's, it, it has to be deliberate, right? And I think the clock, the clock ticking is probably yes. symbolic of something, right? Of, you know, the time, we're about to go back in time a little bit, so, you know, but, yep. but you're right, the fire crackling, and even when they sit down, you know, normally you don't hear this stuff in, in a film. When you sit down, you hear all of the rustling of their clothing. It, it, so it's yep. very, oh, yeah, definitely. The, you know, the sound design has changed from, you know, just seconds ago when they were talking, standing up to, you know, now all this, uh, the, the focus has changed. And um, I think you're right. I think it's setting the stage for the next the next minute and a half. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, the you know, the sort of music starts in that, you know, suspenseful swirling of music, and we know something ominous is happening. And yeah. um, you know, we're gonna learn. We're gonna learn a few things here. Yeah, uh, I do. I do love the music in this moment. This is uh, um, James Horner. We haven't talked about him in in a while, but he's back. And and there's yep. a little. There's 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 definitely some connection here. I don't. This is this is not. I don't think this is all lifted from Wrath of Khan, but this is definitely uh, uh, built on some of the sequences there in Wrath of Khan. And right. uh, I, I remember talking about it last season. It's ill. It's, it's coming up. Um, there's, there's actually a, a, a musical, I don't know, interlude or a, 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 a phrasing of the music that I'm like, I remember commenting on Wrath of Khan and it's back here again yeah. uh, in this sequence. So, you know, we're talking about James Horner here and, you know, he, you know, the music that he's done has been fantastic. This made me think um and i know he wasn't necessarily the composer i know he was i think he was the producer or he had some or maybe he was the composer i don't know um when we talked about it before is uh aliens yeah yeah this music a little bit harkens me to a little bit of that suspenseful aliens music oh really yeah so when i first heard it and i was like oh like that's that sounds like you know that sounds a little alienish you know that's that's suspenseful music here. Yep. Well, there's definitely. I mean, yeah, he did. He did. He was a composer, alien. So yeah, you're right. Uh, and there's there's sequences that are, you know, the space battle, uh, right? Space battle sequences uh, kind of show up in the the colonial marine battles. You know, it's, it's so yeah. There's definitely some overlap and um, not. I don't think it's the exact exact music but you know it's the same thing. no no owner's always building yeah. on his own on his own work so it's just an evolution so yeah makes total yeah. sense right the first time i watched this that's that's the thought that came into my mind was like you know it's that suspenseful yeah. alien type music and um it was only for an instant but you know right for for, for me the, the music is and obviously so uh it makes me think of the planet vulcan and you know, in mm. sequences that we see, we see on Vulcan, which I think at this point, where we are in search for Spock, the only time we've seen Vulcan in the films was back in the motion picture when Spock was, uh, at the very beginning when Spock was trying to, you know, 
was it purging out his final final set of emotion to go pure logic yep. or something um but that's but this but this music definitely immediately makes me think of like the desert the desert of vulcan that's where my head goes oh interesting yeah could just be me mm, mm. could be mm, could be rabbit <laughs> so uh here we are again we're in this mind meld and we are yeah. we are yet again going to relive <laughs> the wrath of khan i know oh, boy and i will say that this you know so it's, this is going to carry this is today and it's going to be friday when we talk about the next minute yep. but it's the you know goosebumps come come to mind and 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 Sarek is now you know narrating you know what what happened you know he right, spoke yeah. of your friendship and the kirk kirk saying yes yeah. he asked you not to grieve and i'm like oh my god I'm, even as i'm saying yeah. it to you dave i just got goosebumps like yeah, I'm, I'm getting the chills here, just even building up to... Yeah, so, I, you know, this is like kudos to Harv Bennett, who wrote the screenplay. Mm-hmm. This is a really this is a really cool way to bring us back to that moment. I mean, we, right. we obviously had, and we've already talked about the previously on Wrath of Khan and just, you know, showing us the exact footage. Um, that, was, that was fine. It was a good way to get audiences caught up. But this is a... This one is probably more, you know, where the it, in the beginning of the film where they just show the actual scene from Wrath of Khan, that may have been more for people who didn't see it, and now they're seeing Star Trek Three. This scene, I think, is for the the fans who the people that... who saw it, yeah. right? Yeah. And now we're like reliving it, and it's a really clever way of of reliving it, and it has a lot for for me. It has a, a really strong emotional punch. I. I... I can't agree with you more. I mean, this just, just even going from the bridge between, you know, the end of this minute to the next minute, just completely, you know, <laughs> brings me down a few. And it, it, it does. Right. Uh, so he spoke of your, spoke of your friendship. He asked you not to grieve. And then, you know, at that point, you know, Kirk's eyes open, right. They were closed when the mind melt started. Kirk's eyes open. The music again, uh, gets just, ominous yeah deeper and it's weird again talking about the music again the the music's not like um you know this climactic swelling of let's say when the enterprise approached space dock and the music is you know brings your way up this is like this is ramping you up but it's but it feels like it's pulling you down it's almost going the reverse direction like pulling you down but it just gets more emotional as it pulls you down if I'm explaining that right, but it, it's almost yeah. having the reverse effect, but it's bringing out these emotions. Yeah, no, I agree. Um, so overall, these minutes have been fantastic, and I have not complained about anything, so mm-hmm. it's yeah. about time that I complain about something. Oh boy, here we go. And it's the close-up shots of the eye and the mouth of Sarek. I know we don't see it too much in this minute, but we definitely see it in the next minute. Um, just not a fan of the extreme close-ups of the eye and the mouth. I just feel, so here I am sitting, watching, even now I have it, you know, and I'm watching it and, you know, he asked you not to grieve. Yes. And the needs of the many outweigh. And then we focus in on Kirk's giant eye, (laughs) the needs of the few. And I'm like, you just took me back a little bit. And again, this is a personal preference. This is no one else but me. Um, but I'm just like, 
you know, not too bad. But then you get the giant Sarek mouth, and I'm like, oh, God, come on, man. That's really... You just pulled me out. <laughs> okay, so... <laughs> So in, in, in Lord of the Rings, we have the eye of Sauron. Yeah. In Search for Spock, we have the mouth of Sarek. <laughs> yep. So I'm going to disagree with you on this. Uh, oh, really? Okay. But only half. Okay. So the Kirk's eye, the, the extreme close-up on yep. Kirk's eye, is part of what does it for me in these scenes. Okay. In, in this minute and next, that this the extreme close-up occur, and we'll talk about it more Friday because really this is just the start of the close-ups. Right. <laughs> right. Uh, the the mouth of Sarek. Yeah, I hate it too. <laughs> it's too <laughs> it's too much. Um, it, yeah, waiting. the eye is not like I said. It's not it's not horrible. It's you know it's 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 it, it pulled me back a little bit. Yeah. It was it was I think what did me in was the mouth was the giant mouth of Sarek. <laughs> Uh, so, so clearly this was, so let's talk about, so why, why do we think this is clearly a a directing choice, right? This isn't the editor said, I just going to zoom in on this. This was something Leonard Nimoy wanted to do. Right. And, and I get, well, you know, actually I have, so I, I get why in some ways. We're, we're especially with Shatner. The close-ups on Shatner, we're going to get uh, Shatner's going to get really high praise from me on his acting in this minute and next because of these close-ups. Because yep. there's he conveys a lot of emotion, and and but what's where am I going? I've got like two train, trains of thought here. But what's interesting is you don't see Kirk's mouth in this scene, right. but you see you see, see Sarek's. You don't see Sarek's eyes in this scene. You don't see Kirk's. It, so it's an interesting choice. Right. And I just, I wonder why. I, I, I know I read online that there's, there, this, this won't be the, this is, there'll be more close-ups like this in the film. Yes. And, and um, I had read, read somewhere that Nimoy was, you know, just when he wanted everybody to focus on the words that are being spoken. But I mean, this, this right. is a little over the top literal. <laughs> That's that's a little too much. Um, yeah, I guess I can. I, I'll 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 agree with you. I will change my thought and say that the close up of the eye does. Yes, you you are absolutely right. Um, Kirk's performance with the close up does. Yeah, it is fantastic. So I will I'll, I will give you that one. The mouth. I just <laughs> no one wants not it. Gonna... So is there a, is is there a new T shirt design in this, Dave? Should we should we have a uh, the mouth of the mouth of Sarek T shirt design? Uh, um, I don't, I don't it probably wouldn't be a good. Uh, it wouldn't sell well. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I, I'm. You know, I don't have a ton of notes for this minute. They're really more about the the next minute. So yeah, me neither. I mean, this is a very, like I said at the beginning, this is a very sort of short minute for us. I mean, it's it's a lot of pauses in in between and them moving around and the fire crackling and and the and the and the dialogue is 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 mm-hmm. well acted. And but it's very short, so it's yeah. a you know for me it's a short minute, um, and we don't necessarily have a lot. I mean, other than the, the you know the giant mouth of Sarek. I will say uh, I do I did have one or I forgot. Sorry, the the, the getting set up for the mind meld. Uh, yes. I, I'm always I've always liked it 
and I think every actor who, who does a mind meld, they always do it a little differently you know, as far as the, there's always that finger placement, you know, they kind of initially put their fingers and then they adjust them to get to that final right spot. Uh, you, you just sparked a question. Okay. I ask your question. So, and, and maybe we talked, did we talk about it a little bit um, with the Vulcan neck pinch last uh, in Rathacon? And, you know, the, the Vulcans have all these, all these things that they can do. Um, beyond, you know, being, you know, super smart and emotionless and, you know, they can do the the, the neck pinch and they can do the, the mind meld. Yeah. And I, I, I agree with you. I find these, I find these fascinating, to, to use a Spock term, fascinating, um, that they can push these pressure points and they can, you know, um, they can do these amazing things and I just wondered where a lot of that came from, and maybe that's a question that we can answer another time. But I just, when you started talking about that, I'm like, oh yeah, you know, I've always wondered, you know, how they how they do that. And maybe that's a question for the Federation to sort of, since they are fantastic <laughs> at taking things that we say and finding out answers for us. So maybe <laughs> instead of us answering this question, I point it to you, Federation, to answer us and where a lot of these came from and i know i, I don't even have to I, once this launches i know that we'll get people who will who will answer because you guys are fantastic I, th I think we might have to rename the group to the star trek minute intern society <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah and you know right now you got me picturing you know young vulcans you know in in a class where you know they're gonna uh you know the teachers teachers the head of the class and there's a diagram of someone's face with all these you know here's the here's the points you want to put your fingers on for a mind meld here's where you want to grip for a, a neck pinch jimmy you're not doing it right <laughs> jimmy your hands got to be higher <laughs> jimmy <laughs> jimmy the jimmy the vulcan jimmy jimmy the vulcan uh okay where was i going when you asked this question <laughs> I don't know. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, I was I, I was I was going to make fun a little bit, in, which which was, uh, you know, Sarah kind of you know, lines up his fingers like he, you know, to get to get to the right spot, and then he kind of just shoves Kirk's face a little bit, like he just, and and that seems to be Shatner's cue to close his eyes. I don't know. It was it just. I felt like it should have been a little more subtle than that, uh, but it, you could you could see that Mark Leonard kind of gave him a push. <laughs> well, I think it's sort of to push the pressure points a little. I think that's where I uh, that's I, I didn't oh, think okay. much so of this, that. So that wasn't an, an acting mistake. That's just more how it works. No, I think that was maybe it was a cue, and maybe it's a you know it's a hey I'm gonna I gotta access those points, so I gotta give you a little yeah, gotta give you a little shove. <laughs> get up, Jimmy. Get up, get up. Your hand is too low still. <laughs> He's got to plug in there. <laughs> All right, man. On that note, maybe we should wrap it up here and we can talk about the rest of this awesomeness uh, on Friday. Fantastic. All right. Well, I was going to ask people to go out and rate and review the show on iTunes and Apple Podcasts, but maybe you should hold off until the next episode. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, I'm kidding. Uh, we, we, we are. We do... We are asking fo to folks to really take the time and go out and, and leave us a review. We'd really appreciate it. Uh, with the show change to Star Trek Minute, we're um, one of many uh, Star Trek podcasts out there. There's a lot of great ones and uh, well-established, been around for a long time. And, and uh, we really need the the, um, 
the reviews and the ratings and the and the feedback so it'll uh, bring us up in the rankings and get us up get us up there in the big leagues that's where we're shooting for this season so we could use yep. your help um, and yeah so if you could do that that'd be great and we're going to be back again on friday talking about minutes 27 of the search for spock here at the star trek minute bye now bye now